This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Ballers and ballerettes, fasten your seatbelts. The perfect party begins. Clink. Now. If you don't mind. I will begin at the beginning. It's a new day. Let's get going. One, two, three. Bad boy! Four, five, six. V.I.G. Ah! And one day, you'll be up there performing on Star Search, and you'll get three and three quarter stars, and you'll win, and Sinbad will be the one frowning that day, and we'll all be here on your side, laughing for you. You got rid of your TV a long time ago, huh? Now I just moved to a place without any electricity. Well, Milana, have fun tonight. You're doing a great job. I don't care what Kevin or Bean say about you. I just want you to know that you came here and you did your job today. You asked me two questions. I mean, you've really uh, put a big investment in our country. We appreciate it very much, Tim Apple. And now, this is London Court. Here is a news flash. The German radio has just announced that Hitler is dead. Our feature presentation. It's timely. Okay. <laughs> we should pre-listen to those. <laughs> is that from the year? That like it Did you guys like run it. that the year that he... Uh, yeah, we were here when it happened. Uh, sure. Was your first year? Oh, year? no. We were here no. 10 years by then. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that was a little surprising. Morning, everybody. Brand new Kevin and Beach host Tuesday morning, the 7th of May. Welcome back, Jensen. Welcome back, Allie. Hi. Thanks. Happy to have you both. Happy to be here. Talked to Nate Bergazzi last uh, yesterday, and uh, I don't know if you guys have ever known anybody like this, but dude's dad was a clown, like a real clown. Yes, yeah, really. Like, and I said on the side, he's like, nope, full time clown. Full-time. Then he transitioned from clown into magician. Oh, yeah, and he used to, he's worked with his dad before. Yes, yeah. yes. <laughs> he told the story. We're gonna play some highlights coming in the six o'clock hour. But he did tell the story of like popping out of a box where there was a woman that got in. It was like part of the magic trick. Mm. And then he was gonna get out and do five minutes of stand up, and no one knew who he was. And they wanted magic, and they didn't want comedy, and it was a disaster. Wow, is that your nightmare, Kevin? Having any family member that's a magician? Yeah, of course. Well, no. If it's my brothers, I can just demolish them. You can ruin them. Yes. Okay. But dad... Do they turn it off? Do magicians turn I it off? I have no way no. of knowing that. Right? Do they become a mere mortal at Thanksgiving? <laughs> do you know what I mean? <laughs> no, I feel see, like I even see that... Thanksgiving they're like grabbing coins yep. behind your ear. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Even that day they're making food disappear sure. or whatever, however it works. Sure. I don't know. It would drive me crazy. Stuffing? More like nothing. <laughs> Gone. Torn. <laughs> <laughs> That would be awesome. He also he also said that his dad ruined magic for him because he keeps trying stuff at home. Right. Oh, so he gets to see how it all goes. Yes, and then he tries to help him make it work. Oh, that's so he's like I can't even enjoy magic anymore. Oh man. But uh, yeah, he used to be. He used to come to his birthday parties and everything as a magician. 
He would yes. do magic. Oh, boy. Oh, that's got As a clown mu- mu- right. Uh, magician. Right. So we need if- to talk to Sam the Armenian comedian. Yeah. He's the only person I know that is a clown and a magician. Mm. Eric Stone Street was a clown growing he was, up. Yeah, wasn't he? Sure was. What a weird group of people that must be. The clown, like the. The clown posse, community? Some would say. Whoop, <laughs> <laughs> whoop. Uh, I do know that comedians June Raphael and Casey Wilson met in Circus College. No. <laughs> it, it, like they were like clown, like basically clown college. Is that what Steve wow. went to? Yeah. Clown college? That is what Steve went to. And look what it did for him. Look at that. He's doing great. We I mean, it took a while. We need <laughs> more of a long-term a graduate school. Yeah, but, but I'm yeah, not sure going to clown now. school made him great. But, <laughs> you never know. However, it works. Wow. We may need to talk to people in the clown community for sure. Do you think there are enough of them? I <laughs> feel like we did years ago. Okay. Like right when I first started, I remember we took phone calls from clowns, and it was weird. <laughs> it was definitely weird, and I loved it so much. I believe we may have to do that. Yeah, because... it, it doesn't help them. The movie it. No, no, of course not. No. It being it, when it wasn't um, like it was a TV movie with John Ritter mm. for a year, and then after a while, people forgot that there was that. Yeah, and right. then it came back with a fury. Yeah, and now clowns but, are scary again. And then remember those years the clowns were just walking through forests, but they weren't. It wound up being a total hoax. That was the best, and oh, I would have yeah. done that as well. Come on, just live with the magic. Okay, sorry, sorry. <laughs> Jesus, why do you hate the magic? Hate, I'm sorry. We're to on, bring facts we're on radio, into here. man. <laughs> Okay. Do you think Orson Welles really had aliens coming down in War of the Worlds? Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay, never mind. Yeah, 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 yeah. I thought we were back to... <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah, okay, good. All right, we're going to take calls from the, from the clown community. I hope Love they're out there. It. I have Love no idea, of, no way of knowing. Let's uh, talk about today's Kevin and Show, shall we? Oh, uh, are you done? I was hoping you'd talk more about yourself. <laughs> okay, I'll be a clown. That's fine. I would love that. Oh, I... Right? Hold on. Wait, I, you're I, not... You weren't... No, I'm thinking maybe it would be awesome if a clown called did call and you got to do a day there. <gasps> I mean, Kevin goes to clown school. <laughs> Kevin, what if you go? This has gone like, quite kind south of quite joke, quickly. Like yes. I'll do it for the story, right? And you find your passion. That is your <laughs> true. And I call love. you guys and I go, look. I'm f- <laughs> and that's it. I go. <laughs> But none of us speak honk, so we're like, yeah. we don't know what he's What just said. happened? I think it's positive. <laughs> Kevin, what if? You should I mean, do it, man. I mean, it's not something that I've always wanted to do because I do look down on clowns, mm-hmm. but maybe it's time to turn that perception Or around. are you down with the clown? Right? Maybe you looked down on clowns for so many years because you were so afraid of... I was pushing it yeah. down inside yeah. You're me? like, let All me right. just keep this down so nobody will know how much I want to be a clown. You were a closeted I feel, clown. I feel yeah. like a lot of people know that I could very easily go from this to clown. I don't yeah. feel like that's yeah. a big transition. Like, I'm not hiding it well. But it's it, if it's your love, and all of a sudden you can juggle, you can do it all. You can, <laughs> I can ride a juggle. unicycle. That I can do. What about unicycles? I've uh, never tried it. All right. So I'm in. What if you can't? <laughs> what if you get on a unicycle and you're just like, <laughs> all it's like around? second nature. I'm doing tricks yes. and stuff. Yes. All right. I like Think where about this it. is going. Think I about love it. it. Think about it. Uh, on the show today, we have Be Real. Be Real. Uh, the host of uh, Bong Appetit, mm-hmm. which is a great TV show. We have uh, the Zero Club. We got to figure out what to do with Zero Club. I mean, because the president went down in flames. Yeah. And so then what happens? Very upset, Kevin. What do you think? Scientific survey? What do you think? What do you think our options are here? I I feel like we need to hear from Zero Club members. I feel like they're okay. the ones that need to vote. The club will now overrule right. the president. Yeah, okay. it can't just be you know people willy nilly that have nothing invested. Good right. point. It's people whose heart was broken, Kevin. 
The yeah. people whose heart was broken are the ones that I made fun of for running out of gas and denied them entry into this. Exactly. This is a modern day Jared Fogle subway situation. <laughs> Very similar, Kevin. Where now I wish it wasn't. Kevin is Jared Fogle. You are Jared Fogle, uh, and we have to sure decide if you're wasn't. still the face of the company. Um, strange Instagram accounts you follow? Huh? We found out just, just before the weekend that Allie follows <clears throat> doors. Well, I mean, technically, yes. But the door account I was following was letting me down. So then I just followed a hashtag of doors of Instagram. And it opened up a whole new world of doors. <laughs> right? Great doors. You need to join me in clown school. I'm telling you right now, if you're following doors on Instagram. And cabins. And cabins as well. <laughs> so that's coming up this morning. And uh, David Cross joins us in yeah, studio. That's going to be good. Love him so much. So that's coming up this morning. We'll take a break. We will come back with what's happening next. The Kevin and Bean Show, world famous K-Rock. Allie McKay is here. What's happening? What's happening, you guys? I'm sure you all talked about the Game of Thrones mishap on Sunday night's episode. The Starbucks Cup? Yes. I don't know if you heard about this, Jensen, but a huge to-do for about two seconds in Sunday's The Last of the Starks. A takeout coffee cup appeared on the table in front of Daenerys Targaryen. That was around the 1740 mark, but based on the size and shape, many fans assumed it was a Starbucks cup and the hashtag Starbucks trended on Twitter after the episode. Well, in an email to Variety, Game of Thrones art director Hulk Richter said it's not uncommon for items to end up misplaced on set and then go unnoticed and appear in the final cuts of movies and TV shows. He said the coffee cup error has been so blown out of proportion because it has not happened with Thrones so far. That's not a normal thing. No, I'm thinking maybe it's not so normal, sir. Yeah, the the one famous one is that in Ben-Hur, there's a soldier wearing a wristwatch, right? That was the one that for years was sort of like the... Because wristwatch didn't... Well, no. They (laughs) They exist then? No. 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 I should have asked Ruben, but I'm sorry. (laughs) My apologies. Uh, And so uh, this will become the new kind of like... Yeah. Standard for that joke. Absolutely. It's a it's a terrible look. They spent 55 days yeah. filming one war scene. Right. And then you just have a coffee cup on it's a, a table. It's a terrible explanation, too. Yeah. Well, that happens to everybody. Yeah. I mean, I think he's trying to save his job. Yeah. Well, <laughs> HBO wound up, um, they're like, well, now we have to make a statement. And they said, the latte that appeared in the episode was a mistake. Daenerys had ordered an herbal tea. <laughs> Which I thought, huh, at least HBO can make fun of this. All right, that's funny. I don't yeah. hate it. I don't hate it, HBO. I mean, it really isn't that big a deal if you just come no. out and go, yeah, well, we screwed up. Oops. Oops, no one cares. We've been a little busy. <laughs> Everyone's right? going to feel so stupid when the show ends with a Starbucks. <laughs> like they just walked they, into one. They build the first one? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that could be the ending, yeah. guys. <gasps> what if we just spoiled it? Ooh. Or Bob Newhart wakes up and he's like, you won't believe what I just did. And tried. then reaches for a Starbucks. Yes. Drinks. Oh, it all comes together. I'm sure you heard yesterday that uh, Meghan Markle was in labor. Well, there is a new royal baby, you guys. A very excited Prince Harry gushed about his newborn son hours after Meghan Markle had delivered their first child. So exciting. However, the royal family is bulls. Still no name. But Daily Daily Express said Meghan Markle and Prince Harry are to choose an unusual name for the baby that unifies the U.S. and the U.K. You think they're trying to do too much with a baby name? Probably. But some of the responses to that tweet 
were hysterical. <laughs> like, oh, welcome to the world, Cambridge Analytica. Um, <laughs> one of my favorites was, oh, I love baby skip intro. <laughs> but my friend Josh probably did the best one. He said, welcome to the world, young F-off Pierce Morgan. <laughs> because what else could unite America and then U.S. other than a F you to... Is this normal to not have a baby name when he's born? I don't know. I'm not sure about. I read one story where it was like they were thinking three years down the road, and I was like, "That's absurd." I think that was a one-off. Yeah, it was just a weird story where they hadn't settled on a name, and three years down the road, they finally pick one. Oh, just call him Baby. Probably. Right. Right. But don't you have the name ready to go when that baby's born? You would think. Maybe they're they're waiting to see you know the lines on it, see who. Who could win the most? I don't know. I it's have all a very bunch odd. of money down on Anferny. Anferny. Oh, that mm-hmm. would be a coup. It seems right? like a slam dunk. I yeah. am. I'm ready. Mm-hmm. I like it. I will tell you, though. Naming a baby, not easy. Not easy. Not easy. No. Well, Amy Schumer and her husband announced the birth of their baby boy. Their son came Sunday, and their announcement was 10.55 p.m. last night. Our royal baby was born. <laughs> and they have yet to announce the baby's name. So who knows? Maybe names are just harder than we all thought. Except for Jensen. Mm-hmm. I mean, not really. Have you narrowed it down? Yeah. I but think we've so, got it. I think oh, we've you think got you have it? it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Unless something comes along and knocks it off. You're, well, you're we set. Did, I did have a small fear that the royal family announces their baby name, and it's the one we're thinking of. I mean, that would be awesome. Really? Then you like, would ha- for real? No, I don't think it's Then possible. you would have to okay. change. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right? Absolutely. Or like a serial killer right before. Oh, that's tough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That could always happen, though, dude. Yeah. That's why. Look I, at all the bad Kevins in the world. My yeah. parents were like, right? we can't name him Bundy. I'm like, are you sure? You should go yeah. for it. Go for it. Nothing bad will happen. It's fine. Ooh. You guys, Adele. Adele. Right. How close are we in everything? Like, we're pretty much the same person. You and Adele, you mean? She rented out the Beverly House where parts of The Godfather were filmed to celebrate her 31st birthday on Sunday. She loves The Godfather just like me. You don't. Yeah. You just saw it. You just saw one. Right. Of of them. And I. You didn't see two or three. And I thought it was perfectly fine. Okay. Yeah. So uh, somebody posted a picture that has since been removed. That person is Leonardo DiCaprio's stepfather, David Ward. (laughs) What is going on? This whole story is so weird. But he posted a picture from the party with the caption, celebrated Adele's 31st at the most amazing Gatsby-esque and lavish gig last night. All cell phones were handed in by guests and no paparazzi present. Well, probably because they didn't want someone talking about it, Leonardo DiCaprio's stepfather, David Ward. <laughs> yeah. Very odd, though. Like, What's going who's, on? Uh, should we know who David Ward is? I feel like. I don't. Okay. Well, post, like I said, has been removed. And according to Architectural Digest, the mansion, once home to newspaper magnet William Randolph Hearst, is where JFK and Jackie Kennedy spent their honeymoon. And not only was it in The Godfather, but prominently featured in the Whitney Houston movie, The Bodyguard. I mean, this place has it all. Wow. That's what I'm saying. I'm looking up David Ward. This is a weird dude. Oh. Should we know him? No, he like kind of travels around the world. Does he get money from his son, from Leonardo? Uh, No. Or however you say his name? I mean, you nailed it again. (laughs) I literally just can't say it. He's like a kind of like an international playboy. Oh. What? Yeah. All right. I got some Googling to do. Not a lot of birthdays today. From SNL, A.D. Bryant and actor Breckenmeyer. 
And that's what's happening. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. I'm not positive if you guys know or not, but uh, we're all going to uh, die. Hmm? Okay. Yes, we're all going to die. Yeah. For measles. It's going to happen. Oh. Oh. I don't want to die from measles. But I mean, it's it's a thing. And it's a thing in Southern California. There's two parts in the country that are bad. One is New York. Uh-huh. And one is California. Okay. There's some of the reports, some of them going back to last week, so they might be a tiny bit old. We've got some big news this morning. We're going to begin with these dramatic new developments in the nationwide measles outbreak. There are hundreds of students and staff at two major Southern California universities that are under quarantine this morning. Can you imagine if you were one of those people? 71 students, 127 staff members at California State University, Los Angeles, who have been exposed in a campus library are under quarantine. That many people are in a library nerds right (laughs) he's with me and at ucla 76 students and six faculty members are still at risk after a contagious student attended classes carter evans is at the ucla campus with the concern behind the extraordinary precautions carter good morning officials at ucla say a student contagious with measles attended classes for three days earlier this month potentially putting hundreds at risk that's the thing you you don't know you're sick you can have it for like three days before you get any symptoms. Oof. And it can sit around for two hours. Yes. At any, like if I just show up to say my dry cleaners, pick up my clothes, it's sitting in Still that dry there. cleaners for two hours. <laughs> it's just waiting for you. The university has identified dozens who may have been exposed. They're being quarantined until medical records can prove their immunity. You need to stay at a specified location and you need to stay there until such time that you are deemed as not likely to come down with the disease. All right, how long can that be? That could be anywhere from 24 hours to seven days. Oh, oh man. <laughs> I have to stay in a library for seven days? That's my idea of hell. That's, yeah, that's, that's you're homeless. <laughs> yeah. Earlier this month, someone with measles entered a library at Cal State LA. Health officials have contacted some 200 staff and students who work there. Following locations have been identified as places where the public may have been exposed. LAX's Tom Bradley International Terminal. Check. UCLA's Franz and Volter Hall. Okay. Cal State LA's Main Library. All right. The El Pollo Loco on Verdugo oh. Boulevard. Uh, that's a pretty specific <laughs> area. It's uh, not good advertising. <laughs> La Cunata Flint Ridge and Elsa's Tacos in Glendale. Common symptoms include fever, cough, runny nose, red eyes, and a rash. So what can you do? Experts say it starts with getting fully vaccinated. That includes two doses of the measles immunization. So I texted my mom last night and I said, hey, am I, uh, did I get the shots that you need for the measles? And she's ghosting me so far. Oh, man. She said new phone who did? <laughs> no, nothing. She's nothing. just ghosting me. Not cool. So do you think she's like, he found out? I'm sure back then it was so, like, you had to have it. Like in, in the order early, to get early to, 1900s? Like, into elementary mm-hmm. school. <laughs> oh, like, okay. you got your shots when you were, like, a year old or whatever. Then you got shots again when you were, like, four or five. I assume. You'd have None two of us rounds remember, of it. Right? But I feel like back then you had to. You sort of to. had to just, just to be in school? Yeah. Yeah, because it was the strongest you could get yeah. back then. Because it was like basically... It was measles, rubella, and right. one other one. Yeah, well, he also... I mean, Kevin survived the plague. Right? That's true. So That's if he true. can get through that. Thank you. Yeah. Um, the anti-vaccination people mm-hmm. are behind this somewhat in that if you haven't had your vaccinations and you go overseas, this is the big thing they're saying now. You go to... A girl went to Vietnam, and it's a huge thing in Vietnam. So then she brought it back, and she was one of the people that may have made, you know, hundreds of people sick. Mm. So I find this funny that the anti-vaccination people have latched on to an episode of The Brady Bunch. Hmm. 
Do you remember this episode? All the kids get measles. Yes. Okay. I do remember that. Listen to this. The way they all became the Brady Bunch. A classic episode of the Brady Bunch is at the center of the nationwide furor over the measles vaccine. Is it at the center (laughs) of the nationwide furor? Why so soon? Is it? What are you doing all from school? They sent me home. Measles. In the episode first broadcast in 1969, all six of the Brady kids come down with the measles, and it's no big deal. That's the thing that everybody's pointing to. is like, it didn't seem bad for them. Uh, what? <laughs> yes. Oh my the anti-vaccination God. people are going, look, look at that show in the 60s right? even. Jan was cool with it. They were all happy. They had a little red face and a few splotches, but they got out of school and for three days. what's wrong with drinking every day? Check out <laughs> Cheers. Everyone looks happy on that show. A slight temperature, a lot of dots, and a great big smile. A great big smile. No school for a few days. (laughs) Boy, this is the life, isn't it? (laughs) Yeah. If you have to get sick, you sure can't beat the measles. Now, I'm not positive that we want to use this as our standard. Oh, jeez. Anti-vaccination activists have latched on to the 50-year-old episode (laughs) to show that measles is nothing to worry about. (laughs) Oh, my God. This show aired in 1969. Unbelievable. And these guys are going, look, the kids in the house, they all had it and they were having a great time. If you're going by Brady Bunch logic, then we should all be scared to be locked in a refrigerator with meat. I mean, that's true as well. Because that's that was a scary thing on that mm-hmm. show. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's probably in our future. Yes. Once we kill off the measles. And shots aren't necessary. Lloyd Schwartz, son of the okay. show's creator, Sherwood Schwartz, is also speaking out today. Okay, so he says, my dad used to be pre-med. There's no way we would have made this episode if okay. we thought it was going to be taken out of context like this. But there was an anti-vaccinating guy who said, look, it's just... It's in that show. It's in movies throughout history. You could just... And he used entertainment as his oh, science. It's science. Yeah. That was his basis for uh, saying don't get vaccinated. Here's the thing, though. On the Brady Bunch, they also said, Mom always said not to play ball in the house. Right. And that holds up. <laughs> right? That's true. Because of the vase, and then you put it back together, then water comes out. So you're saying it is in the no, center? No, I'm not. Okay. No. <laughs> Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-R-O-Q. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowlin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowlin Branch's sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee, plus 15% off your first order at bowlinbranch.com code odyssey. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Time for the AFRO line, 323-520-AFRO. 24 hours a day. Any topic is fine. You leave us a message. We play them back. Hey, Kevin and Bean. My name is Christina. First time caller. I know it's been a long time, but I just wanted to say... I knew that was going to come back and haunt me. Someone did it to you at April Foolish. It was the greatest. It was beautiful. She said, just a minute, Uh Mm -hmm. took a drink, and then gargled. Yeah. So, for those of you who didn't hear the story, first 10 years I worked with Bean, one of us would start gargling, and the other one had to start the monster mash. It's so weird. It's ridiculous. It's so weird. I don't know how that started. And the person that was gargling would gargle until they died, unless the other person started. So finally, the other person just learned, all right, I'll just start doing it. It was a mistake to tell the masses. I'll tell you that right now. Hi, this is DJ Omar Khan. <laughs> Seriously, I can't stand Omar Khan. 
Let me tell you something, Mean Gene. In all the Hulkamaniacs, dude, there's never been a threat as bad as Omar Khan, dude. And we need to save Kevin and Bean Show, brother. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. I'm Hulk Hogan, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite part of the impression. Thank you, sir. <laughs> you went <right> still <laughs> the end. <laughs> All good impressions end with you telling me who you are, yep. though. Agreed. Hey, Omar. Okay, now that we got that out of the way, listening to you talk about soups has made my hangover Saturday even worse. How could you forget about bisque? Bisque even considers a stoop? Bisque soup? What about stew? These are the questions you need to be asking. These are the questions that plague our society. Uh, bisque, we brought up in passing. Yeah, we, we said bisque. lobster bisque. Mm-hmm. And then stew, we left off. But I do believe it's a soup, yes. Do you? I think it's more of a hearty meal. No. But it's a soup. Soup can be a hearty meal but it as does well. Fa- it does but fall then into why the... is chili not a soup? Oh, it, right? Consistency. Consistency, yeah. Well, same with stew. You've got like big old chunks of meat and potato. I think I'm with Ellie. Thank you, Kevin. I think I'm with Ellie. Sounds like someone <laughs> dated a stew. S-T-U. But meat. Uh, meat. This stew. is Hulk, by the way. This is Hulk, by the way. <laughs> hey, guys. This is for Kevin and Bean. Uh, podcast listener here. I was wondering, last week on the show... I think you guys had uh, Brad Williams on. Mm-hmm. Oh, he was so funny. I remember when he... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Very stuck right. on it now. Wow, okay. it's back. Hmm. Let's stop doing that. Hey, I'm the podcast listener. Um... By the way, I doubted all, all of these phone calls usually have a twist or they're funny mm-hmm. or whatever. An actual, genuine, nice comment. Hmm. This message is more for Bob Saget. And I just wanted to say thank you for everything you've done to spread around awareness for scleroderma. I lost my father um, to that awful disease or whatever, like 11 years ago. And it sucks because like, I can't talk to anyone about it because it's, it, it feels like no one knows what it's, it's about. So um, thank you for everything you've done. All right, bye. Aww. That's great. I'd never heard of it before. I started going to Bob Saget's thing either. I don't yeah. know. I didn't know was a thing that existed, but he lost his family members to it as well. So he does great work on that thing. Uh, this is not a call we need. Baby shark, baby shark, baby shark, baby shark. You're welcome. Oh, that's going to ruin everyone's day. All day. Mm-hmm. All day. Yeah. I have that in my head. Limp. Peanut. <laughs> <laughs> Good delivery. Thank you. Klein does uh, the show in the afternoons with Stryker. Never heard of him. And apparently uh, Stryker's starting, perhaps, to get on his nerves a little bit. Hey, guys, it's Klein. Help me. Stryker doesn't let me leave the studio. All this talk about ducks and crab. <laughs> giant cover. He's a sick man. A sick, sick man. Okay, gotta go. I hear someone. Oh, oh my God, you guys. We really uncovered something, right? It got dark. <laughs> <laughs> need to check in with them and see what's going oh. on for sure. Um, it's possible that I make a, a mistake occasionally. What? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyone else notice how Kevin keeps saying MCU universe? You know what the U of MCU stands <laughs> for, Kevin? Kevin! <laughs> I mean, to be fair. <laughs> I'm not sure what you're going to say, but thank you. Uh, ATM machine. 
Same. Right? I don't say that. I say Doesn't help, though, because that's wrong as well. Okay. Mm -hmm. I was trying to help. (laughs) Well said, Kevin. (laughs) Appreciate it. Hey, guys. Really looking forward to the Weenie Rose this year. I know sometimes we do, like, a a secret surprise guest or a secret opening act. I'm thinking Menudo. That would be spanking. That would be spanking. (laughs) I mean, technically, that would be spanking. That would be spanking. I would be into it. Hey, Bean, I know you're not really good at this whole, like, people saying goodbye to you and saying nice things to you and everything. I know, I know, I know. But I think I speak for everyone when I say that. All right, before we move on, I just want to remind people. Mm -hmm. Bean has a really hard time with heart attacks Mm -hmm. and strokes and anything of the human condition that happens immediately. He wants to see it coming. He needs a trail of proof. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it freaks him out that something like that could happen when yesterday that person was perfectly fine. Yeah. I really, really hope that you die of a heart attack before you go to England. Now, hear me out, you know, because the very next day, all of us in the air can be like, well, I don't understand. I mean, like, he was doing just fine, you know, talking on the radio one day and the next day, bam, he's dead. Like, can we call Dr. Drew and ask, like, what happened or, like, you know, how we can stop this? And, oh, oh, you know what's even better? Kevin. Speaking at your funeral, can you imagine that? I have uh, a long-time friend him. <laughs> oh, my God, please. Can we make this happen? Somebody get Dr. Drew on the line to see how we can make this happen. Wow. He had a he had a fantasy. He has a full fantasy, <laughs> and it's very developed. Well done. That was Hulk Hogan, by the way. 323-520-AFRO. <laughs> <laughs> you can leave us a message about anything 24 hours a day. It's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. 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 Q. I'm Hulk Hogan, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) Got to turn on your mic. I mean, none of our mics are on, including myself. You follow Doors on Instagram. Yeah. Doors of the Great West. What do you follow? Uh, I follow a hashtag, Doors of Instagram, and I'll tell you why. For, yeah. I Not used... like the band Doors. No, like the no, physical... no, no. Right. Physical Doors. Um, I used to follow Doors of London, and then I was like, wow, you guys are repurposing a bunch of old posts. Uh, this is not what I signed up for. Why did you sign so, up for pictures of doors? There are beautiful doors all over the world that we just don't know about. Gorgeous, ornate doors. Beautiful doors. Here's the thing. Then I was not pleased with the amount of doors I was getting from Doors of London. So then I saw the hashtag Doors of Instagram. And you can follow a hashtag now. Yeah, I mean, just uh, amazing. Here's here's the loser. Right? I I do not follow, you know, the weird pets that a lot of people oh, follow. Oh, yeah, weird door girl over here. <laughs> I she do, draws the line at pets. <laughs> I did uh, used to follow what was uh, once one of the greatest of all Instagram accounts, Cheese Curls of Instagram. They were just kind of uh, Cheetos that looked like things, but they haven't posted since 2016. So oh. I was like, listen, I got to get my kicks somewhere. Right? Mm-hmm. But Doors of Instagram, that hashtag, and then I don't know if you guys are into cabin porn. But I am. Uh, describe like, cabins. Like you look out, at a cab- out in the woods, these beautiful cabins. They've got tree houses. You've got uh, the cabin land, which is what I follow. There's also cabin <laughs> porn, cabin love, cabin lust, cabin vibes. These are gorgeous cabins. And not only the outside of them, sometimes the inside, and sometimes they'll have you vote. Would you rather have a lake house cabin? Or a mountain cabin. What She's kind so of sad and lonely. It is interactive. What kind of time do you have in your life? I love cabins. <laughs> and I love doors. All right, we're going to take your calls. 
at 1-800-520-1067 if you follow something weird on Instagram. Now, I think we're going to have to eliminate pets, right? Yeah. Because a lot of people follow pets. I think that's like the main thing to follow that isn't people. I find that strangely ridiculous, Mm -hmm. but I'm in the minority, so okay, fine. But let's leave pets out of this. You follow something on Instagram that makes you laugh. Yeah. Casey. Mm -hmm. Hello. Nope. There was no. Oh, there was, there was, there was no way her mic just was can't. on. The odds okay. of that happening. <laughs> All right. You okay. used to follow who? Uh, I used to follow Poos with a View. I'm sorry. Poos with a View. It so, no longer exists, sadly. So, so that's toilets with great seats. I mean, great the views. Yeah. So they would be out in the wilderness, and they would be like a legit like outhouse, and you're mm-hmm. looking into just gorgeous expanse of greenery. But then there's other ones where it's like, this is on the hundred and something floor of a building and wherever. And it was pretty cool. But and couldn't it, you find that fix without the toilet part of it? Just Beautiful views? views or whatever. Yeah. Well, well, yeah, it's, it's, it's cool to think quirk. that yeah, that you're sitting there just doing your business, but you're looking at beauty. That's great. <laughs> I feel you, Casey. <laughs> of course you yeah. do. But the one that is still in existence, although they haven't posted in like a year, cats in bidets. And it's cats in just sitting in bidets. Yep. Cats that are not on. Well, correct. Okay. Well, I mean, they could I don't know. be, I'm but they'd be under the cats. You wouldn't know. So the cats just curled up in a bidet, and that's it. Yes. And my, my favorite part of that account, though. <laughs> she can't stop it. laughing. She loves <laughs> right. She loves No, this. a couple years ago, it's all cats and bidets on the entire, entire, entire This is page. funny. She showed me. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, on like June 16th, it's like, shout out to Tupac. It would have been his birthday. <laughs> <laughs> she showed me like a hundred <laughs> pictures of toilets with views, and then just that one. He's, he's respectful. For Tupac. Great. Uh, great. I follow Wicked Slams, just at Wicked Slams. It's just uh Is that NBA? Nah, dog. Oh. It's just people falling off skateboards and bikes. Oh, I love that so just much. Just at full speed, People man. follow, falling, I'm all over. I have 20 of those accounts that They're I They're so good. They just make me laugh. And I follow Deadly Prey Gallery, which is uh, based out of Chicago, and they showcase movie posters by Ghana, artists from Ghana, but it's uh, movie posters that they, they paint, but they've never seen the movies. <laughs> Huh. <laughs> so like they'll draw one for like Beethoven, the okay. dog movie, but sure. like the dog will be like have like a bloody hand in its mouth. They think it's like a horror like Cujo. <laughs> <laughs> or like there's one for He Got Game, the basketball one, and it's uh-huh. just Denzel with a basketball in one hand and a gun in the other. I was like, he has wow. not seen He Got Game. No. Yeah. <laughs> that taking, sounds like it might be worth following. Yeah, just taking stabs. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think this is about this. Police, police Academy? That sounds rough. Blood everywhere. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's take a phone call. Let's go to uh, Nikki in Santa Monica. Good morning, Nikki. Good morning. I follow Dilfs of Disneyland. Oh, yeah. Dilfs. Dilfs. Yeah. Dads I'd like to? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. But There's some Disneyland. hot dads on Disneyland. that. It's a solid account. Is yeah. it? <laughs> Listen, yeah. everybody Jeez. follows it. What's <laughs> happening? <laughs> Everyone. Chip, do you follow that? You do. Oh, no. This is very. <laughs> What's happening? This is real disturbing. Pulling the curtain back. <laughs> All right, Nikki. Thank you for the call. We appreciate it. Uh-huh. Okay. 1-800-520-1067. You follow something odd on Instagram. We'll talk to you soon. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-U-Rock. We're talking about you follow bizarre Instagram accounts. And we have Grace on the line from Los Angeles. Morning, Grace. Hi, good morning. Hi. You follow what? So, I follow this account called Camera Duels. It's our lovely favorite actor, Cole Sprouse. And basically, when he's out in public and he sees people trying to take, like, sneaky photos of him, you know, Mm -hmm. they're trying to pretend they're on a phone call, but then the flash goes off. (laughs) Right. (laughs) He takes photos of them first. So it's like a duel. And he always wins. 
So and it's, the captions are just hilarious. So it's camera duels? That's the account? Camera underscore duels. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I love this account. And As someone, yeah. Brilliant. Have you seen it? No, I, I, she's telling me of it for the first time. Yeah. But have I seen people trying to sneakily take photos of, of my wife every single time we go out? <laughs> <laughs> to, to idiot Tommy Laren did it to us this weekend while we were in Dallas, oh. and I, I'm just like, what are you, what are you doing? So I am Grace. I am full speed ahead on this. I'm following it now. Absolutely, thank it's, you. And service. He's a writer, you know. He's RC, and the captions are just hilarious. <laughs> thank you for the call, Grace. We appreciate it. We are talking about Instagram accounts that you follow that are bizarre or weird or people make fun of you for, or we need to follow mm-hmm. any of the above. Mm-hmm. Let's start with Nick in Downing. Good morning, Nick. Oh, hello. Uh, hello. <laughs> what, do you, what do you follow? All right, so please don't think anything of me for saying this, but it's just one of those things that's just tragically hilarious. Okay. It's called Kittler. Uh, Kittler. Kittens that look like Hitler. Oh, because the, the little mustache, the little black uh, kind of coloring under their nose? Or is, exactly. it that, or is it that they hate Jews? Oh, it, it is. Okay. It's a little message. Okay. They're attacking yes. Jewish people. This is very popular on, on the internet in general. And there have been ones that I've seen that look exactly like Adolf. It's terrifying. Yeah, like very funny and frightening. So. Yeah, it's very wow, scary. That's crazy. Uh, we got a tweet from Queenie68. I follow at Cups of Target. People leave beverage cups, mostly Starbucks ones, in weird places all around Targets. Too damn lazy to find a trash can. This person just posts pictures of them. Why? Um, why? Ah. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. Uh, Jackie in South Almonte. Good morning. Hey. Hello. Hey there. You follow who Hi. or what on, on Instagram? Uh, I follow Satan. Oh, oh dear. Satan. <laughs> he, yeah, he's hilarious. Is he? It's, oh, yeah. <laughs> It's basically, it's basically a site that posts a bunch of memes, but I get a reason to tell people to go follow Satan, and that's good enough for me. Okay. Yeah, you, uh, you and <laughs> Satan are technically pals, right? Yeah. Okay. All right. I mean, he doesn't follow me back. But, oh, just yeah. like I mean, Satan, right? He never does. Oh. Gold. He never does. Son yeah, of a bitch. He never does. She said gold. <laughs> <laughs> she did. Thank you, Jackie, for the call. We appreciate that. Um, I don't even understand Mike's, but let's give it a try. Good morning, Mike. Hey, how's it going? Good. Thank you. What do you follow on Instagram that's uh, sort of strange? I follow a conologist. A conologist. Hmm. Yeah, I follow a conologist. Actually, uh, this guy, he actually follows, he he goes and takes pictures of traffic cones in various positions, whether they be on vehicles, they be in ditches, they be down, they might be striped cones, they might be pink cones, they might Mm. be yellow cones, Mm. so uh, they might be getting run over, and he has all these quippy little uh, quotes that go with them, so... Mike, you sound like a good exciting. you sound like a good dude. That I I am no closer to following that account now that you've explained it. No closer. No, it's awesome. You know it's what's completely awesome. You know what's truly funny is that probably every account we mention has more followers than we do. Oh, Oh, one hundred percent. By the way, Beth on Twitter says I follow miserable men. It's just photos of men waiting around at malls looking bored. <laughs> Listen, that's Kev- amazing. That's me. Kevin and I don't have to follow that. We live it. <laughs> right. uh, let's go to Surge in Pasadena. Good morning, Surge. Hello. 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 What's going on? Yes. How are you? We're good. Thank you. What Instagram account do you follow? It's called uh, Girls with Irrelevant Captions, but it oh, also has yes. men on there. I love it. Okay. Bad yeah, title then. So All right. Uh, yeah, sell it to Yeah, us. it's essentially like um, 
like, uh, say, a girl in a very sexy bikini picture on a bed in a very provocative stance, and then the caption will read, I miss my dog. <laughs> yeah. Well, that was a good sell. So I it's the it. caption in juxtaposition <laughs> yeah. with the picture. That's why you follow it. Exactly. All right. I like All right. that. Thank you, Serge. That doesn't sound bad. No. Let's go to uh, Jonathan in Los Angeles. Good morning, Jonathan. What happened? <laughs> Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, I follow uh, uh, subway creatures. Oh, is that the one where there's they follow people on the subway in New York City? Yeah, it's all well, it's all over the world, but it's just very interesting. People people wearing Spider-Man costumes, people falling asleep. It's it's, it's hilarious. I think it's one of the best ones out there. I mean, yeah, I love watching homeless too. <laughs> I don't, I don't think he's saying they're all homeless. Oh, okay. no. I don't think so. There may be uh, even worse trouble going on there. Uh, Katie and Azusa, good morning. Good morning. Talking about Instagram. Weird Instagram accounts you follow. Weird Instagram accounts. I follow serial killers. It, the account, well, like like uh, actual accounts by them or an account called at serial yes. killers? No, at serial killers. Oh. It's very fascinating. Yeah, I love it. You don't want serial killers to follow you. That would be the bigger problem. I don't know. We haven't talked. Well, that, that's, that's we haven't talked to Katie amazing. long enough to know if she's not into that. So, what do they tell you at serial killers? <laughs> what, what do they tell you at serial killers? Um, very fascinating facts, how they kill, and just important information we need to know. Oh, it sounds like Katie's researching. Wow, <laughs> sure does. Just watch yep. Dateline, like the rest of us. What Katie. You, what, what's the best thing you've learned from the from this? Account? Well, the best thing I learned was to cover my tracks and use ciphers. Okay, no, I thought it was fun facts about serial killers. I didn't know they were giving you a plan. (laughs) You creepo. It's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-Rock. K-R-O-Q. Right now, Allie is here with a look at what's happening. You guys remember Wendy's spicy chicken nuggets? Of course. Removed (laughs) from the, of course you do, removed from the national menu in March 2017. Although if you live in Austin, Texas or St. Louis, uh, they still have it there. So a lot of people move to those two areas just to keep getting the Wendy's spicy chicken nuggets. Well, guess what, guys? Due to Chance the Rapper tweeting positive affirmations for today. I will have a good day. I will succeed today. Wendy's will bring back spicy nuggets at some point. Please, please, Lord, let it be today. Thanks to that tweet. Yes. And Wendy's seeing it, quote tweeting it and writing, y'all keep asking, so here's your chance. The people in charge say if you guys can get our tweet, this one right here, to 2 million likes, they will bring spicy chicken nuggets back. Let's freaking do this. Well, it took a day and a half. Oh, okay. <laughs> 2.2 <laughs> million likes. And Wendy's tweeted, this is not a drill. Spicy chicken nuggets are coming back. Y'all are crazy. That took like a day and a half. What? We don't know when yet. Got to figure it out, but soon. And okay, losing it right now. This is amazing. That's from Wendy's, you guys. <laughs> uh-huh. So congratulations. That sounds like a full plan, don't you think? It, it certainly does. But, yeah. I mean, let's not... Don't care. It's coming back. Yeah, let's not get into the weeds with right. conspiracy theories. Just be thankful that spicy chicken nuggets are coming back. So do you feel bad, like, if you move to Austin or to St. Louis <laughs> just to get Sucker! those? Right? You losers. <laughs> All right, Jensen, we were just saying a little while ago that neither of us slept real well last night, right? No, terrible sleep. 
All right. Here is a uh, a very interesting uh, bit of research that one in four Americans say they would shave their heads for a year of perfect sleep. Oh, I'd do that. Shave your head? I'd, I'd cut off an arm. Okay. Wow. Okay. That would be amazing. That a is, full year of sleep? That is not in the research, okay. but I'm going to add you to that. <laughs> Here's what other people would do. So a quarter of people would exclusively eat peanut butter and jelly sandwiches at lunch. While 22% said they'd only shower once a week if it meant they could mm. have a year's worth of blissful rest. Okay, those. That's more of a problem for others. Yeah, those only shower once a week. People are sick. But yeah. PB&J for lunch for a year, that sounds like something I'd do anyway. Yeah, yeah. agreed. That sounds delightful. And that's not all people would do. 17% say, I'd stub my toe every morning. Every morning? Just, oh, no, I wouldn't do that. You wouldn't do that? That's depends painful, on the, man. It depends on the severity of it. The severity of the stuff? Yes. <laughs> yeah, okay. Can be horrible, can just be annoying. I mean, they all suck. What about uh, 14% of people who said, yeah, I'll go to jail for a week? <laughs> if it means a year of good sleep? <laughs> Those people are going to jail for a week anyway, I would I mean, assume. I would. Uh, this is You would. Uh, You'd go it. to jail for yeah, a week. Probably would. Absolutely. Because I, also, I would too. I've also had a weird... Like thought that it would be cool to know what jail is like. I'll let you handle that one. Well, it does. I don't know. It. I. I mean, you get a lot of time to read. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I think you would be very popular in jail. Oh, well, thank you. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, like I visited Alcatraz. I did. The, uh-huh. I've done the tour Same. more than once, and Same. it's super fun. Yeah. I like reading all the things about San Quentin. But you know what you can do is you can go in and take that tour and then leave. And leave. It's not the yeah. same as being in That's it, man. Important. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. I love escape rooms. Okay. It's, uh, it's very different what you'd be escaping from if you were in jail is all I have to say. What about the average person? How much would they pay for a single perfect night's sleep? How much Just do you one think night. they would pay? Mm-hmm. 200 bucks. 200? That's a lot. Okay. I mean, a I guy who said he'd spend a week in jail, shave his head. For Come a on. year, though. For a That's year. That's for oh, a year. Oh, this oh, is for this one is night. This is just one night. Oh, uh, 50 bucks. Okay. I say 100. Three hundred and seven dollars wow. and eleven cents. Wow! Why the eleven cents? I'm not positive. It's very bizarre. I thought that was crazy. That's for a just, lot of dough, man. Just for yeah. one night of perfect sleep. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. And for that one night of perfect sleep, thirty-four uh, percent willing to cut out alcohol. Thirty-three percent willing to cut out reality TV. And twenty-six percent said I'm willing to cut out sports for the night. Oh, sports! It depends on what season it is. If it, yeah, if it's if it's that ugly time after after hockey where there's you know a lot of just baseball. Baseball. Okay. Okay. All right. I just thought that was so interesting. I don't know for. A year's worth of perfect sleep, you wouldn't stub your toe every morning? No, I totally absolutely would. not. Because if you like, if you serve a week in jail, it's done and behind done. you, and now you have a year of sleep. This, you have to keep doing it every day. All right. I'm jail. Oh, I'm jail for sure. Okay. But I'd also, if, if jail wasn't on the table, right. and I could just stub my toe every morning... I wouldn't do that. Continue, please. I'd be into it. Okay. Because I'd be like, oof, that would hurt more if I didn't sleep so well. Right? You want me to pee on you? I don't know where that came from, lady, but you are sick. Also, interesting kink. <laughs> Guys, some birthdays for you. A.D. Bryant, Breck and Meyer, Jay Balvin, and that's what's happening. This is the Kevin and Bean Show, the world-famous K-Rock. I may have run out of gas on Friday. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable. It's possible that happened. How is that possible when you are the not only founding member of Zero Club, but you're... 
You're the president. He's the yeah. face. You can't run out of gas. You've been denying people access into the Zero Club. Cruelly, too. Cruelly. I was not nice about it. This yeah. is like when the men's warehouse guy got fired. And I was right? like, who am I supposed to buy suits from? <laughs> so true. <laughs> so Friday I was going to a doctor's appointment. I was late. There's no possible way I could have stopped and got gas. I was out. I drove for about 10 miles on empty. Uh-huh. And, uh, and then my car quit. Unreal. And then I ran the rest of the way because it was only about a half mile. And I got there a couple three, four minutes late. They mm-hmm. were fine with it. So then, I forgot to tell you this part, I had uh, anesthesia as part of the thing, so then I couldn't drive for 24 hours, so I had to get an Uber to take me home, and then the next day, Saturday, I had to take an Uber to go back and get my car. Good God. So that all happened. Mm-hmm. So, And where did you park it? Well, I mean, I parked it on the street where I thought it was a you know, a legal parking spot, uh-huh. and then it had a, a ticket on it. Sure. Oh. So then when I had the Uber guy pull me, you know, drop me off by my car so I could take a picture, I moved my car to a side street, which was fine. Okay. And then came mm-hmm. back and got it the next day. But I've really been denying people pretty hardcore that run out of gas. Yeah. Because you're a loser. Sure. Right? Mm-hmm. So what do we do now? Well, I think the people need to speak. Obviously, you're their leader. And when they see you falter in a way such as this, <laughs> yeah. is they're coming back from it. I don't know. Kevin. This I need a Lord of the Fly situation. Right. We need the, the inmates okay. to talk about, you know, what's going to happen now. All right. Amanda? In South yes. Hi there. You're a Zero hey, Club. What's up, party people? You're Hello. a Zero Club member? I sure am. That's how I live my life on a daily basis. Okay. I'd just like to stop you right there and say it's a terrible way to live your life on a daily basis. It's stupid. But I haven't run out of gas. Well, and that makes you a member. So what what does it feel like now that your leader has run out of gas? Yeah, what what do we do with me? I mean, it's a little disappointing, but at least you know the furthest extent of how far you can go without gas. You said you want a good 10 miles. That's a good 10 miles. Right. With no gas. Glass half full right here. 10.1. So, Amanda, you're looking at this as a teachable moment. Oh, everything's a teachable moment with Kevin. Right. Okay. Well, you are not wrong. Not wrong. <laughs> it's very true. Uh, this is a lot like when Patty Hearst liked her kidnappers. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, it's like positive. That's what this is exactly yeah. like. That Amanda, what do I do with everybody that I denied into the zero club who ran out of gas? Now, I mean, I feel like if I remain, well, I must let them let in. Them as, in as, yeah, I must. Yeah. I have I mean, to. Because I mean, technically. I don't, want, I don't want to say I've run out of gas. I've had a small hiccup. Uh, oh, come sounds on. Like oh, somebody, sounds then like someone I, wasn't in the club to begin with. On, but it kept going. <laughs> no, that sounds shaky. All right, but but she was a vote for me to stay, right? Yeah, so, yeah. she's still so in. So I'm going to take a yes from that. Mm-hmm. Going to go to Jim in Silver Lake. Good morning, Jim. Yo, how's it going? Good, thank you. Yo. Yeah, yo, we're here. Right. Why are you yelling? Right, perfect. Okay. <laughs> All right, what do you, what do you think? I ran, uh, I ran out of gas on Friday. What's going on? No, Peter, I'm with you. Stick with it, man. Stick with it. Okay, so another vote. So it's like the zero club minus one. Like you're you're you have a mulligan. like a probationary period. I see that. So once I get to zero again and then don't run out of gas, then I'm fully back. Oh, you're back the even. President. Okay. I don't. I feel like there should be some sort of probationary period, like six months. If it doesn't six happen months? again. I mean, Kevin, it's not supposed to happen. I'm going to tank club. a week. I mean, come on. <laughs> uh, Joey and Downey, good morning. Hey, I just rolled into work uh, way past zero. I don't... All right. That's congrats. my man. First, congrats. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I thought I put gas in last night and I woke up. I said, oh, crap. 
That, by the way, that's how it happens. It's not that you plan to get in the zero club. It's just you're busy and you can figure out how many miles you have left and you're good and you can cover it. And then one day you can't. Joey, what are your thoughts on me running out? Though? Does he stay in the club? Uh, I, I say uh, impeachment. Oh, and we, we find <laughs> finally someone is breaking the, the Radeon wow. Durf cult. Wow. I didn't expect that because you obviously have put that Radeon Durf out to your people. Yeah. And I didn't think anyone would turn on you. This is this is shocking. That so is that's, shocking. So that's three yeses. That's nope. That's two, two in, in one. one out. That calm, sounded like a yes. Calm down, Dave Koresh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Jen in Montebello. Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> okay, Jen. Number one, are you in the Zero Club? I am. And what do you think now yeah. that your leader has betrayed your creed <laughs> and rules? Um, I'm going to go ahead and keep blindly following Kevin. Like, you know, I don't know what else to go. do. I've been listening yeah. to K-Rock yeah. since literally the day I was born. So. If I could just give everybody a, a word of uh, warning. Don't uh-huh. don't listen to me. No, it, the, the, clearly people are listening <laughs> yeah. to you. <laughs> no, but yeah. in this particular case. The Kevin Lemmings. Okay. Even uh, Kevings, yeah. maybe. They're terrifying. <laughs> These people are just walking into Earth with no gas, yeah. just leaving their car parked on a side street until they get a ticket. You get through life however you can, man. So, I mean, it's gotten you this far in life, so... I'm not positive that being a Zero Club member has gotten you this far in life. <laughs> <laughs> well, what is the vote currently? Zero Club I mean, it's, it's, driving from Phoenix to L.A. You so are in the Zero Club, Phoenix to L.A.? Yep. And one thing gas, I rolled in, and as soon as I got to my parents' house, I had zero, it said zero miles left, so... Nice work. Congratulations. See, she timed it perfectly. I didn't. <laughs> I ran out of gas. Yeah, but now she should be the president, is what I'm saying. <laughs> Jen, would you take the role? I mean, if the people want it. I feel like, Jen, the people have spoken. I have to watch the chimney to see if there's white smoke or black smoke. This yeah. is very yeah. serious. She's now the new pope of Zero Club. <laughs> is there a pope? Yeah, yeah. Jen's the yeah. pope. Jen's the pope. Congratulations, Jen. Oh. You're the pope. And Kevin stays the leader. I feel like I'm going to stay the leader just yeah. because I can pardon myself. I'm the president, right? Oh, one of these guys again. Right? Kevin and Bean on K-Rock K-R-O-Q. David Cross. Yeah. Hello. Welcome to K-Rock. Well, thank you for having me. What, uh, what happened there? Because we heard that you were dropped yep. off but not here, and then you were running. Yep. Um, what? I was walking briskly. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I... Well, the driver dropped me off. Um, I, I flew in from New York last night, so I've got a you know driver taking me and all these things. And uh, and I wasn't really paying attention. Not that I've ever been here before, but he's right, like, it's a you different know, place. Uh, here, uh, all right, here you go. Uh, there's no parking over here, so I'll you know give me a let me know and uh, when you're ready to come down, whatever. And he left. And he left. Okay. He just you know I got out. Thanks. All right, I'll see you in a bit. And then. Um, and he reminded me of the address, which uh, he said was uh, um, 5470. Mm-hmm. And um, there's an, I want to say an Indian restaurant. And then there's a fl- like a flower place. Right. Uh, and I'm like, well, oh, that's not it. That's not it. And literally where he dropped me off, the address he gave me is a, uh, and I'm doing air quotes here, massage parlor. Oh, um, yeah. Old school with the, with the um, mirrored windows. Sure. You know, that kind of thing. How was that? And uh, it was good. That's why I'm late. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, you see me sweating and out of breath. It has nothing to do with the brisk walk. <laughs> uh, so the actual address is 5670, not 5470. Yeah. So then, uh, and also I knew 
time was getting tight, so I was like, okay. And I looked at it. Well, it's all good. And then I could see the – luckily, this – your building and your place has a, you know, a big – the address is yeah. huge. Yeah, so you can see from afar. So I could yeah. see it. Um, it was like four blocks, four avenues, whatever, L.A. Long Street. Yeah, we got, we got your steps in. Yeah. Yeah. It was good. good. Yeah. <laughs> it was good. Uh, you have a new special coming out this week called Oh, Come On. Mm-hmm. Well, what is it that you want to tell us about? I watched it last night, and it's hilarious. It's great. I can't wait to see it. Well, thank you. Um, I can't wait for other yeah, people to see it. interesting. What I should say. <laughs> Freudian slip. Um, <laughs> I watched it last night, and I can't wait to see it. <laughs> that was I, or, uh, basically what I, what I said. Uh, of course was. Uh, uh, what I should have said was I didn't watch it last night, and I can't wait to see it. Uh, uh, no, it was fun. It's it's uh, it's a a slight. I I I don't want any, anybody to get the wrong idea. It's I wouldn't say it's a departure, but because of uh, kind of some thematic. Uh, I'm uh, not sure either. Kid. So I had a I had a kid you had a kid and, okay and mm-hmm. uh, um, first time father. So a lot of the material it, it, that kind of threads its way through the. Special, so I, I, it feels a little more uh, fully realized in a sense. Is like it more personal than you've ever uh, been? I, th- I, as a huge fan of yours, I think it's more personal than you've ever yeah, been. Yeah, I guess so, just by nature of that. Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. Um, Can't wait to see it then. It's really <laughs> you should watch it. Oh, I saw it last night. It. The truth is, I saw it last night. Although I did laugh because at one point you said, "Listen, for everyone here, this is not going to be a special about my kid. I will not yeah. talk about my kid." And then you did for a large chunk. Well, I did like twenty then, minutes of the hour, 20, hour and, and then yeah. out, and then back in. But it's it's deeply personal in that you talk about your not only the kid but your wife a lot more than I've yeah. ever heard you talk about. Yeah, has she seen it? Uh, oh, uh, she can't wait to see it for the ninth time. Um, she watched it with uh, uh, Kevin last yeah. night. Uh, and she says hello, by the way. She's the um, best. Tell her hi. She, I will. Um, she, well, she, you know, she, it's not like she's popping in while I'm taping the mm-hmm. set for the first time. And we were on tour together, which we did the last tour, uh, just by coincidence, she had a book come out right as I, my tour was starting which is so the whole family tour we got a we had a bus and this and i had the kid and the nanny and we set up a you know a, a crib in the back uh, oh, wow. and, and so it was a it was a family affair going across uh north america and at um, any point did you want to get out of the bus and just run wa- run, run for run, run, run for hills. four blocks like you did today <laughs> um <laughs> it's tight i mean it's it's a pretty crazy chaotic tight situation but um but yeah so she i mean she saw uh you know because i i will ask her for uh um you know ask her things about about uh, she'll help me in with the set in a certain way i don't i don't like when i was when i was putting the set together and i've never done this before when working on material starting from scratch i was home you know home with the kid she was uh she was actually out and working and um and i would just at night three times a week on average i'd get on my bike or i'd walk to a venue one of three in brooklyn where i just started doing the material and developing it you know notes on on stage and taping everything and uh you know basically started from scratch and um and then when it was really 
getting developed after after several months, I would ask the audience questions like, "What do you think? Was that too much dad stuff? Not enough? More? Should I wow, put this here?" Really? Like, oh, it was great, and they wow. and and <clears throat> excuse me, and you got audience, good, you got help from them. Yeah, a lot, and then and then sequencing is one of the most important parts yeah. when you're putting your stuff together because you've got this all this disparate stuff, and and so they. The audience was very helpful. They came up with a title. I didn't come up with that title. Is that but it was right? The audience, yeah. Um, two two guys at the same time on either side of a, a bigger room. I was at the Bell House, so that's probably like four hundred people. And I, I had, and I do this happens literally every single time. My initial ideas of what I'm going to call the special or the CD are just terrible. They're either too much of a pun, like eye rolling, groaning, or they're way too pretentious and. <clears throat> It happens every time. And the ideas I had, I would say, what do you think of this for a title? And just immediate vociferous booing. <laughs> immediately. I mean, technically that's what you wanted, but most people yeah. I don't think would get that. But they... Uh, Your audience may be different. Them, you know, I asked them, I, I said, you know, if you can stay at the end and help me out. And and so I asked them all kinds of stuff. They, The audience was very helpful in, you know, saying, that's the perfect amount of dad stuff. Now move on. Awesome. No more religious stuff this all right that you don't need that trumpet if you're going to do the other trumpet you know they were very very good and my wife was kind of part of that you know uh process it, it came at the very end and and so uh i've been talking for five minutes what was the well I, I like what, what, the old titles <laughs> shut up you effing baby yeah uh, uh, that uh, was an ex-girlfriend came up with that. <laughs> I, I, we were on a we were driving. We had been to some uh, like uh, amusement park in in Pennsylvania, and we were driving back to New York. It was at night, and I was like, oh, "What if I call it this? What if I call it that?" And they're just terrible, just the <laughs> worst. Either so corny. Or just pretentious. So and then, the, most of your titles come out of people being aggravated with you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then, and she was the one. Oh, yeah. Stop using the F word. I, I oh, I'm sorry. Get, I'm sorry, yeah, guys. Twice. I'm it's sorry. Okay. I'm sorry. He's no on, he just realized I'm, he's on the radio. I'm sorry. Well, I don't know. What, I, I can't. Some I know them, podcasts. I know it. It's I'm, ruined I'm our, our sense. I'm sorry. I will not do that again. <laughs> you don't sorry. curse on the special, do you? <laughs> That's a joke. No. David Cross is here. We will take a quick break and we'll be right back on K Rock. The Kevin and Bean Show, the world famous K Rock. Comedian David Cross is joining us in the studio. He's got a new uh, comedy special out Friday called Oh Come On, which we found out in the last break that the uh, crowd came up with. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, okay. I also wanted to mention um, the other crowd participation that I noticed during the show, and this was really funny to me, is you went off on a tangent, and then at one point in your special, you said, I don't, what am I talking about? And somebody <laughs> from the crowd goes, Colonics! Oh. <laughs> I was like, okay. Well. That's, yeah, that's uh, that's <clears throat> an unfortunate part of the set sometimes. <laughs> I tend to, uh, uh, I'm not very well disciplined and, uh, you know, stuff will fly around my yeah, head. Yeah, that got so him into a Grateful Dead cover band. <laughs> oh, that's right. Got I him into that. a lot of different places. I haven't seen the, the special, in a, you know, since we put it yeah. together. But Neither is Kevin. I've seen it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! I, can I say I, I remember calling Bob uh, Odenkirk, uh, and I told him I I uh, I riffed the most Bob Odenkirk line where it when I and I watch it and it's it just sounds like it's such a Bob Odenkirk joke when the thing about the Grateful Dead cover yeah, band and yeah. then I just start going into it and the the line about. 
uh, I can't remember exactly how it goes, but like uh, not enough. Is, are your shoes off enough? Yes. That's, yeah. <laughs> I'm, a hey. I'm a Mr. Show fan, so that's I do. When, when I hear Odenkirk. a Bob Odenkirk joke, yeah, that's it. Just sounds like a, something Bob would come up with. Hey, uh, I do love hey, that. Run. Bob, are, are your shoes off enough for you? <laughs> Can I ask a question, Bob related, sort of? Yeah. So this is something that has bothered me constantly i think about it every couple months you guys are both so good in the post and it was like such a great turn to see you guys do dramatic work obviously bob's been doing it but seeing you in it i was like oh i'm such a fan and then i read an interview where steven spielberg said he didn't know mr show existed no he had no idea uh then you guys both just got cast in a movie it was wowed him listen no it was the craziest uh and we were told not to say anything like specifically bob Oh. And I were told individually, don't say to him don't that we've worked that together we, for that years. We part of this, you know, yeah. cult uh, uh, comedy thing. And uh, but the very first, uh, the th- first three days of shooting were uh, uh, specifically in that big newsroom, mm-hmm. um, and you know, uh, and we had a lot of numerous scenes that were um the ones where there's like five or six of us and it's like tom hanks and you know bob and me and a couple other guys and um and those a lot of those scenes were shot in the first three days and and quite literally the first three scenes we did together Mm -hmm. starting okay here we go we're shooting the movie and uh, we, it would. He shot on film, not digitally, so you'd have to rehearse everything because there's a lot of choreography yeah, the time, and movement yeah. to the the camera and stuff and lighting. And so we'd rehearse it. And I think instinctively, Bob and I, you know, if we were in the in Tom Hanks's office, right? So mm-hmm. I'd be on the couch and Bob would be leaning against the bookshelf, and somebody would be here and there. And we just kind of placed ourselves away from each other. Uh, I think without you know unspoken, just like this is probably for the best and. Um, we'd rehearse it, and Steve would come in and go, okay, that was great. Uh, um, uh, why don't you go over here, and uh, David, go stand next to Bob. And then <laughs> and that happened three, literally wow. three times in a row, and the first time Bob and I just kind of looked at each other, okay? Then the next time, we're, like, trying to suppress a smile. I'm like, this is crazy. Because <laughs> you see it, and you're like, Spielberg must be a big Mr. Show. Yes. And it's so awesome. He didn't know it all. No, we were not allowed to say anything until the very it. end. Yeah. Was... What was his reaction when you were like, Listen. We've been lifelong partners, yeah. basically. He, he was, you know, it was, um, you know, slightly amusing. That was all. It wasn't, it wasn't, I don't think he, there was any, there wasn't any gravity. And I, he didn't right. care. Like, yeah. you know. Me and He's this guy like, helped define yeah. sketch comedy. All right, dude. Uh, we got to get moving. Cool. <laughs> Time for lunch. I feel like he's the kind of guy that just doesn't need to know anything but outside I mean, of his world. I know. Everyone's but... looking at it and thinking it. Of course. No one warned him like, hey, those two dudes. Well, ju- I mean, just Mr. Show fans. I think I mean, a lot of people. I mean, all comedy nerds, at least. Yeah. I guess, I guess the post and comedy nerds don't have a huge intersection, yeah. but no, they did. When you were in it. When you were in it. But it was, he, and it, and he's the coolest guy. I mean, that was, uh, I will never, ever, ever forget that experience. It was oh, one sure. of the greatest Why? What's he like? Um, uh, the just really, I mean, as you might imagine, just completely self-assured, confident, totally cool on set. Makes it's important to him to have a copacetic set. People are uh, joking and smiling. You know, when you got to do the work, you got to do the work. But it's a very, it's it's for how tense it is. And that movie in particular was a super quick turnaround. Yes, yeah. because of the nature of of the the topicality of it. So. 
you know, and he was in the middle of cutting uh, Ready Player One and getting the effects for that. So, so it was it was really intense, and uh, you know, it's just he's he's as a pro as you're ever going to find, and the the shorthand that he has with his crew. His, the you know the DP and the camera operators and the lighting and they have the shorthand that you can only get through yeah. you know decades of working together. They're and, sort of all on the same page, same time. Yeah, yeah. and and it was great. It was just a, a, a really cool thing to be around, especially because so many you know lesser talented, lesser experienced people are, are can be dicks, Ter- and, yeah, tyrants, and, you know, and and just and not keep a good set you know uh i did read too that you worked on this while you were in london uh that worked on the stand-up special while you were in london working on a tv show that didn't go uh that you would you would put it seems like almost your whole life into for a while how much is stand-up sort of like that thing that will always be there for you whether you're in the post oh, or doing always, movies or yeah always because i mean it's it's requires nothing but me mm-hmm. you know i don't even need a mic in in some places you yeah. know it's just uh, I, I don't need to, you know, have anybody sign off on it. I don't need to wait for financing. I don't need to make compromises with, like, well, if you cast this, you know, hot actress, then maybe we can, sure. you know, talk about getting some money for this idea. Yeah, I mean, there's none of that. Mm-hmm. It was, it's just, I go up, I have these ideas, and it's fun. It's it's truly one of the most pleasurable, um, satisfying things. And, and this this set in particular, you know, uh, this special has... There's a uh, you know some performance to it, you know, and those those are really fun things to do. Yeah. Um, and I'll, you know, it's it's silly. I can't give you like a, a a hierarchy of what's what's more fun. And and sometimes you get this question like if you could only do one thing, you know, for the rest of your life. Hold you on, could, let me scratch that. You question. know, <laughs> <laughs> that was a big closer. Um, pretty good impression though, right? Yeah. <laughs> Very well. Um, and. You know, I always, those are always such so weird, you know, like, what? What a strange hypothetical. What happened? What world are you living in? <laughs> if you could only eat one food You're for the rest of You're a candle maker, man. That's it. You decided. You're so, a plumber. Yeah, it's, it's, it's. It does seem like the top for you, though. To well, me. And sketch, I mean, they're obviously. All, they're but... all really, they're, they are all different things. But, but stand-up is, is the first thing I did. I mean, yeah. I've been doing this for a long, long time. So, uh and yeah and it's just a really it's a a monologue but it's also a dialogue in a way that tv shows and writing and sketch and film mm-hmm. aren't you know this is an actual and it's live and i'm you're getting instantaneous instantaneous feedback and especially cuz like as you mentioned the digression and going off on a tangent you know the shows have a unique quality to them. So the the show you see in Calgary is different than the show you see in Providence. It's yeah. different than the show you see in Dallas. You know, well, that's, people are going to love the special. Yeah, I agree. It's so good. I Maybe see- not people in Santa Monica. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they get it the worst. But they, well, he has a point. I came <laughs> back. Uh, you know, my my uh, my in laws are in Santa Monica, which is where my wife grew up. They're still in the same place where where she grew up, same apartment complex, and. Uh, um, you know, when I, I think I probably pulled back a little bit when oh. I did the show in LA. A little bit. You a little ruined bit. the city of Santa Monica <laughs> and its inhabitants. It was hilarious. <laughs> they get it awful. <laughs> um, but they, when I came the next day, because uh, we had a, a day off in LA before we had to travel again. So the day when I got to their, they had 
written this big. I think it's. Uh, I think the pictures in the credits actually where they had written Santa Monica loves you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 right. <laughs> this big. Thing. That was pretty cute. And and I and the, those guys are the best. Amazing. <laughs> you but, have points. They made you made sense. But I lived. You know yeah. when I was uh, shooting stuff and and that's where my wife had a, an apartment there and that's where we were for a long time. Like I I. I mean, as I said, I don't I, think that helps. Listen, he says <laughs> I hate LA you, many times. He when he oh, did it but here, not LA, when he did Santa it here, Monica. yeah, when he did it here, he may have said I dislike LA. <laughs> <laughs> Slight difference. Uh, yeah. All right, David, we always appreciate your time and coming in. Uh, David Cross, uh, Oh Come On is the name of the special. It's out this Friday. Is uh, special is going to simultaneously be released in a ten city theatrical run. Mm. Here, it's going to be Galaxy Mission Grove in Riverside, and it shows for one week. And also on Friday, you can get it on iTunes. And Amazon and Google Play and Xbox, and you can listen to the audio of it everywhere you listen to audio. Yeah, it's so, great, guys. It's super Thank funny, you. and uh, we love it. And Thank you for coming in. For Thank ru- you. Where's ru- Riverside? Running in. Riverside is, uh, is that- Valley of the Dirt People. Whoa! Oh, my God. Well, <laughs> Santa Monica and Riverside now. Thanks we got for listening. Okay. The Kevin and Bean Show, world famous K Rock. This is Bong Appetit Cook Off where seasoned chefs go head-to-head in a race to create the ultimate cannabis-infused cuisine. And Be Real is with us right now. Good morning, Be Real. How you doing? How you doing? We're good. Wow, the, the listen kid, to the response. Mm-hmm. The then kid, they just they go quiet. Kids yeah. are happy. Mm-hmm. Uh, welcome, welcome, welcome. Thanks for having me. This is a new Be Real. This is a Be Real with a uh, star on the Walk of Fame. It's a different person. Yeah, it's different. <laughs> you make people call no different. No different. Okay. You make no people different. call you that though. You make them put that in your title, your official title. Be real with a star. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the walking star. <laughs> <laughs> I was watching just the video and stuff of it, and I just thought these guys who I think deserve it seem so out of place there. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. It looked like you guys were all playing dress up. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I mean, you know, it was it was one of those things where you know we didn't. I mean, coming up, we didn't expect for anything like this, you know, to happen and, and for us to have a, a star on the Walk of Fame. So it was it, it was uh, surreal for us, but, you know, we were just sort of enjoying the time and we were, you know, sitting there talking to each other, you know, like, can you believe this is happening? I mean, I can't believe this is happening, you know. And then the fans that showed up there for us, I mean, it was really uh, – <laughs> It was quite quite an experience, but I mean, it, it was uh, it was awesome because it's something that you never expect. I can't imagine anyone that's making music has the foresight to say, "I hope that we're big enough and we're influential enough that I can get a star in the Walk of Fame." I don't think anyone thinks that way. Mm. Uh, no, I, I yeah, I, I think as you're as you're coming up, you're just worried worried about working, keeping working, <laughs> right. and and uh, trying to live that dream as as an entertainer of any sort, you know, whether you're an actor or a musician, I, I think that's the furthest thing from your mind. So when it comes, you know, it's it's quite a big surprise. I mean, you know, because what, who we are and what we represented right. years of, of uh, our existence, you know, it's just something that you, you would think that's, that's uh, a, a stretch yeah. to happen, you know, but uh, fortunately it happened for us and, we appreciate our fans who came out and supported it. It was awesome. Well, you guys clean up real nice, too. I yes. mean, Bobo, Sendog, all of you. I was like, look at these snazzy suits. <laughs> Did you guys have to buy the suits? Did all three of you uh, have to go always, out? Yes, I always, always buy my suits, man, you know. Um, and I got to, you know, credit Wifey because she picked the color. I was like, I don't know. 
and uh, you know, she 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 helped me out with that. So I can't take complete credit <laughs> for that. But you know, every now and then we'll 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 you know we'll get uh, suited and booted and whatnot <laughs> um, for special occasions. <laughs> Um, let's talk about the TV show Bong Appetit Cook-Off, which, I mean, is a show that's been built for you its entire run. But you just joined this season? Yeah, I just joined this season, and uh, it's been really cool. I mean, it, it, it changed up the, the, the format. You know, um, the first run of uh, Bong Appetit, I believe the first two seasons, were more like a dinner party with infused, uh, with infused meals. And this is more like a, a competitive style where we get you know, three, you know, three chefs that are experienced chefs, you know, some of them have experience in, in, in cooking with cannabis. Some of them don't. And, uh, you know, it's, it's great because it's, it's competitive and entertaining, but it's also showing people outside that may be wondering, you know, how that's done or how you would do it or how you would infuse it or what's dosages and stuff like this. This gives pretty good insight on how you do that. Yeah, I I I've, uh, would be a novice in this world, but I was wondering when I was watching it, like, d- has anyone done the show and then just been too stoned to move on? Like they're like oh, they're bad oh my TV. God. <laughs> the first three episodes. <laughs> <I don't know>. <laughs> <laughs> like these people have to be pros to hang with. Be real. I mean, it doesn't seem like you know. And they're putting uh, most of them seem to be putting a millig- like a amount of milligrams in. They don't know the numbers. You know it way better than they do. Well, we try we try to give them like. Um, you know, a, a guide, like a direction, like, you know, don't overdose it. Well, not, I mean, there's really no such thing as overdosing it, but, but putting too much, um, THC in the meal. Yeah, definitely might, uh, put you in one of those uh, days where you ain't doing anything for the rest of the day. So, <laughs> yeah. you know, so with, 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 with the chefs that have, you know, cooked with cannabis before they, they pretty much know like the dosages that they should infuse, you know, in, in certain meals or, or, you know, if you're doing a three part meal, you know, not to over infuse, you know, the each, each meal so that it's a pleasant, um, experience as opposed to overwhelming. And, you know, it, it happens more with the inexperienced chefs that, that really don't know. So they, they tend to get heavy hand handed in with them. We, you know, those are the ones we're pretty much illustrating to, Hey, listen, (laughs) Don't overdo it yeah. <laughs> with with the infusions. Make you know, it enjoyable. Take yeah. it slow because yeah, you know, even though we might have tolerance, you know, that's 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 you know above your average person. You Slightly. might be cooking. Mm-hmm. You, yeah, you might be cooking for someone who's never had an infused meal before, and you don't want to make the the experience for them, you know, full awful. of anxiety yeah. and, and paranoia and awful and whatnot. Yeah. So, you know. Um, so they show you. So you know, we're, we're, we tried to be the guide for that, and uh, Miguel and, and Vanessa are very experienced in that field as well because uh, Miguel is a chef, and uh, Vanessa has her own um, company where she does uh, medicated chocolates and, and, and stuff like that. So you know, they're very knowledgeable on how much should be infused. You know, some people like heavy infusion, but you have to know that going in, right? You know, and. For this, they're not supposed to be taking our head off because we have guest judges who might not have that same tolerance, you know. 
Now, be real. As someone who has been, you know, talking about the pros of weed for decades, are you just sitting there shaking your head like, I am on a show called Bong Appetit now when nobody would be thinking (laughs) this years ago? And then just this past week, studies come out saying that smoking weed before you work out is a motivator. Like, did you ever think that these would be things that you've probably been saying forever? Uh, They're all finally getting their airtime. Well, we all hoped that it would eventually be what it is now and turn into it because we knew the possibilities and stuff like that. But to actually be in the moment and be in the show, like when we first started shooting it, you know, I, like we said, it existed before I came, came on to the mm-hmm. show. But when I got on the show, it was, it was very, uh, another surreal moment. Like, you know, like, I can't believe that we're doing a show based on cooking with cannabis. This is crazy, you know, um, because 20 years ago it was taboo. Right. You couldn't even mention uh, cannabis in a song and get any sort of radio play oh, yeah. or video play. Now, I mean, there's there's shows based on cannabis all over TV, you know, and you see it all over all the, the, the social media sites and all that stuff, you know, people promoting these particular shows or showing scenarios where they could maybe get one of those type of shows and it's 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 amazing to see the growth and and uh people being open about it even though they might not necessarily smoke or consume cannabis we did a uh 420 show and i don't remember maybe it was 10 12 years ago be real was our guest and we had a, a we were on um hermosa beach maybe and uh yeah. he he brought out uh, a spliff that was, I don't know, the size of a bat, a baseball bat. <laughs> Excellent. And there were police in the back of the room, and I was like, hey, what's going to happen? And nothing happens because he's be real. Right. Yeah. Right? <laughs> well, listen, we learned from the show, and this guy has his own Chiron. Like, you saw his title and his name. He has a uh, joint rolling specialist for be real, correct? <laughs> that guy just sits around and makes sure your joints are good. Well, you know, that's the, that's the title they gave him on... Uh... <laughs> Falling out the seat, but you know that's uh that's my be real TV in-house ah. photographer and content guy, and so he was there like you know to take to photos document. and and, yeah. uh, and document yeah. stuff. But they put him in in some scenes because he is a master joint roller. I mean, he comes from the Green Thumb University, mm-hmm. sure. So you know we we teach all our students to become master rollers. That is nice. um, so he's one of them. Uh, but yeah, he's a joint. The joint specialist? Is that what they call it? Yeah, them? something yes. like the joint, joint rolling technician. specialist. Yeah, joint technician. <laughs> joint supervisor. It was joint supervisor, yeah. Well, before we go, B-Real, I do want to ask you, earlier today, I think I coined uh, weed salad dressing, and I want to know if that's something that's already in, in like, the marketplace. I have not oh. had any weed salad dressing, uh, but I'll say this. In, in uh, Bon Appetit, there was, uh, I can't remember which contestant, well, that means it was good dressing. The salad dressing. It was awesome. <laughs> it was actually really good. So it, you're it saying brought that, the salad together. So you're saying that they made it specifically for this show, but you've not heard of it outside as a, as a marketed idea. Well, yeah, there, yeah, there's no. I haven't seen okay. that product out there. Okay, yet. that's all we no need to talk about up. then. Thanks. Uh, okay, that's it. No more. <laughs> it's all don't yours. Don't need it out there anymore. <laughs> it's, it's all yours. Run into trademark guy. Yeah. Calm down, <laughs> don't, don't need it anymore. Thanks. Okay, thanks for the advice. Be real. We appreciate it. Go, go get your Paul Newman on real quick. Yeah. <laughs> Bong TV- Newman. <laughs> Bong Newman. There you go. The TV show is Bong Appetit. A cook-off. It's on tonight, uh, Tuesdays at 9 p.m. on Viceland. And Be Real is your host. Thank you for calling, B. We appreciate it.
Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. Okay, bye. Yeah. It's the Kevin and Bean Show, the world famous K Rock. Do I have to play my own? Yes, with? please play my it. Own? Okay, please. We had David Cross Hit on it. earlier. Okay. And now it's time for a moment with Kevin. Uh, you have a new special coming out this week called Oh Come On. I watched it last night and it's hilarious. It's great. I can't wait to see it. Well, thank you. <laughs> I watched it last night and I can't wait to see it. <laughs> <laughs> that was a moment with Kevin. I mean, I'm not positive that's what I meant. Because I did watch it last right. night. Right. That's not one of my favorites. We should hear it again. Yeah, so I, just yeah. in case. Just get the detail. <laughs> yeah. And now it's time for a moment with Kevin. Uh, you have a new special coming out this week called Oh Come On. I watched it last night and it's hilarious. It's great. I can't wait to see it. Well, thank you. <laughs> I watched it last night and I can't wait to see it. <laughs> that was a moment with Kevin. Did you, did you mean you can't wait for others yes, to watch it? Yes, that's what I meant, of course. Okay, mm-hmm. but you were just using it as a we and I as a collective everyone. Stop. I don't Stop even with under- the defense. Let's understood. listen to it again. Come One more time, on. just in case. Yeah. And now, it's time for a moment with Kevin. Uh, you have a new special coming out this week called <laughs> Oh, Come On. I watched it last night and it's hilarious. It's great. I can't wait to see it. Well, thank you. <laughs> I watched it last night and I can't wait to see it. <laughs> <laughs> That was a moment <laughs> with Kevin. Moments with are always much worse when you're saying it to somebody yeah. that's a guest in the yeah. studio. That... On the phone, it's not as bad. Mm-hmm. With us, it's not as bad. But When David yeah. Cross is sitting there looking at me right. like, what are you talking about? Yeah. That makes it a little worse. Yeah. I'm Hulk Hogan, by the way. <laughs> Better or worse than when you did it right to Matt Bellamy? Oh, way worse news. for Matt Bellamy. Mm-hmm. Because I said a whole paragraph that he didn't understand. Really? Yes. Gosh, I don't quite Come remember on, that, one, but I remember it being Come pretty on. good. It's time for what's happening. Is it? Yeah. And now it's time for a moment with Kevin. Do you guys have to sort of feel, uh, do you feel the emotion when you wrote it uh, later when you're playing it? And <laughs> that was a poorly asked question. Let me take that. <laughs> Can I take that again? That was a moment with Kevin. What happened there was Matt looked at Allie and Allie looked at Matt and Matt was like, what the? You gotta walk me through this, lady. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not tracking. What's this guy talking about? <laughs> yeah, that was embarrassing because I love Muse. Sure. All right, Ellie is here with the final look at what's happening. Well, what's happening is I come bearing gifts because you can be in the presence of of greatness. It is K-Rock Sky's Night Out at the Bicycle Hotel and Casino. It is this Friday night. That's what, you and Dave and Beer Mug? Yep, DJ DJ Omar Khan. Good times. We all play play poker? Yeah. And everybody can come? Guys, girls as well? No, it says guys. It's poorly named. Uh Uh-huh. Guys and girls are welcome. Are you sure? Friday night at nine. Yes, I'm sure. All right. And it's always a blast. It is a blast. I can't imagine how fun it would be to sit at Beer Mug's table. Going for the butt. Because he says that a lot. Sure. But I'm going to give Caller 21 a spot to play poker at Beer Mug's table for K-Rock's Guys Night Out at the Bicycle Hotel and Casino, plus 200 bucks in chips, you guys. I mean, that's pretty good. Yeah. Be Caller 21 right now at 1-800-520-1067, and you are going to win a spot at his table. Poker and Blackjack starts at 9 p.m., Guys, this is quite the deal, right? I love mugs because it starts at 9 p.m. Mm-hmm. and he shows up smashed. Yeah, he's, oh, been, shows he's up been there for hours. Yes. For sure. So if you're sitting at his table, he will give you money. 1 800 5800 Yeah, not, not the, the number right. at all. And you used to have a couple guys that would always sit at your table and then you started trying they destroyed to like, me. 
trying to phase them out. If yeah, you will. I tried to bring in like anyone else to sit at my table uh-huh. so they couldn't sit at right. my table and destroy me right. like they always do. And it worked. Yeah. And they were like, oh, let us know when a seat opens. I was like, sure, okay. Sure will. Muggs, <laughs> Muggs just whispered, whispered in my headphones that he cleaned up oh. last time. Oh, okay. really? That's what he said. Maybe he means he cleaned up the casino. Like, like <laughs> right. afterwards, like whenever everyone Because he, yeah. he sweeping it. so much money. Yeah. They're like, just He has sweep to work it us. off. That would be amazing, <laughs> you guys. I kind of love it. So Bruce Springsteen revealed in a chat with filmmaker Martin Scorsese on Sunday night that he has recently wrote an album's worth of material for the E Street Band, and he expects to lead the group's first tour since 2017. That's kind of incredible, right? Yeah, that's crazy. He said it took him about a month. No big deal. Just wrote a whole album's worth of material. By the way, this should not be confused with the Bruce Springsteen solo album, Western Stars, that's due out on June 14th. So, I mean, the guy for the last couple years has been spending his time on Broadway doing his one-man show. Why? Well, because it was something everyone wanted to see and it kept getting extended because people kept buying tickets. Why? People love to hear him play and tell some stories. Wow. Yeah. But now... <laughs> he gave up pretty quickly He there. did. He did. <laughs> He's tired. <laughs> but now, talking about hitting the road for the first time since February 25th, 2017. That was his last tour with the E Street Band. That's crazy. That is crazy. Right. Although it makes sense if he's been busy on Broadway the whole time. Yeah. Great album. Great album. Right. I didn't know who mm-hmm. I was okay. until I heard this album. Understandable. Uh, it's not out yet. Oh. He, uh, I don't even know if he's recorded it. Oh, I guess maybe he's heard something else. Yeah, he could have. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Kevin Hunter, that is Wendy Williams' ex-husband. Robert. Is seeking spousal support and child support for the son he shares with Wendy Williams, Kevin Hunter Jr., even though... That kid is turning 19 in August. <laughs> That's nonsense. Kevin Hunter, you are a D-bag. That He's is nonsense. What are you doing? Whatever, douche. Uh, first of all, like Wendy Williams isn't going to, if he goes to college, she isn't going to pay for that on her own. She, I think she's she's solid. She's yeah, going to be paying for that. I would assume that. that as well. Spousal support and child support for a kid that turns 19 in worst. August. He He's is awful. the worst. That's crazy. I can't imagine that any judge wouldn't just say, stop it. He's 19. What else he got? Enough, D-bag. I'm Hulk Hogan, by the way. Thank you, sir. Uh, E has canceled late night talk show host uh, Busy's Busy Tonight after just one season, you guys. Busy Tonight's last episode for E is going to air on Thursday, May 16th. But at that point, she will have done over 100 episodes. Wow. How many did you see? Uh, I didn't. Uh, but you saw zero? Uh, yeah, how about you? Drama queen. Oh, well, I, oh. I didn't feel that way about her. I oh. saw one. You one? saw one? Okay. Mm-hmm. I saw the first one. All right. So between the three of us, we've seen one. All right. Got to check that out. No, it's, well, it's, it's over I now. mean, you have until May Canceled. 16th. Okay. However, uh, she does say on her Instagram stories that she is shopping the show around trying to find it a new home. So she was murdered. She no, no, was no. not. Oh, no, no, no. She no. actually murdered. No, no very no, no, murdered. No, no. Very no. much sad. alive. She's alive. It's just the show. Yeah, very much alive. Why? Well, because she continues to breathe. Yeah. Why? Well, because she has a purpose in order, you know, she's she can't just stop breathing. She has a child and a family. Okay. She's not going to stop herself. All right. Call me fabulous. Oh, fabulous. This is a uh, 
very interesting article about when your favorite character dies on TV, how it's pretty rough. And don't scoff at people's grief, you guys. Did you talk about this? No. It's, um... The way you're bringing it up, though, you sound already a little bit defensive. It's Oh, no, 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 no. no. This is insane to me that they talked about a grief counselor named Alan Wolfett who says it's important for a person mourning their favorite character to process their grief and for others to validate that process. Hmm. So if you're super sad about your favorite character on TV dying. I'm going to mock you. I am going to mock the hell out of you. And that's what we're supposed to do? No, this grief counselor is saying, no, no, you need to really let them work it out. Um, After you process it, then those two things are in place. You need time for productive reminiscing, which could include watching blooper reels of that favorite character, going back and watching the first episode of a new series. How long are we supposed to uh, put up with this nonsense? The next step, you'll have to develop your identity without those characters in your life. Oh, come on. And here's the thing. Anybody that says something like, oh, it's just a TV character, Mm -hmm. we aren't allowing them to grieve because we are minimizing something for someone. You I can't you. say it's just a show. That's like saying it's just a pet. No, a pet is someone you have in your life that's <laughs> real and in front of you and you're cuddling. Technically, it is just a show. It is just a it's show. just a show. Yes. But you guys aren't creating space for those people to be affirmed. Some of us don't have friends. This is the most insane thing I've ever read. Yeah, it really is. I was sad after Six Feet Under went off the air, though. But I wasn't. I didn't but not like, a not a character, right? It was well, the whole show. I, I mean, I guess it's fine to spoil it now. But all the characters you watch yeah. die what? in the end. Sure. Oh, <laughs> Jensen, there is that. If you haven't gotten around to six feet under yet, I think you oh, have bigger problems. Yeah. Someone's so mad right now. Yeah, I think you have bigger problems. But I just it, started it. It did make me sad to watch that. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, apologies to you. Do we did have you to go play through along the stages of grief? Yeah. Do you need us to validate you? I think I'm still in stage one. All right. So next you're going to get to reminiscing. Yes, about how great the show was. Okay. Kevin, that's we, not nice. Right. We support you with, in your grief. Thank you. It's not just a TV show. <laughs> it was a big part of your life. Thank you. You're welcome. Loser. Ah. Some birthdays for you. Breckenmeyer, Jay Balvin, and A.D. Bryan, and that's what's happening. Thanks, Sally. A 5 p.m. commercial-free hour. It's happening thanks to the random act of helpfulness from the SoCal Helpful Honda dealers. Tomorrow morning, an all-new Kevin Bean show. Comedian Anthony Jeselnik joins us. Yeah. You were raised by a clown? <laughs> a literal clown. <laughs> and women with an alligator in their tights. What's up? What? So that's tomorrow. I mean, that's a tease if I've ever heard one. Tomorrow morning's Kevin and Bean. The Kevin and Bean Show on K Rock. Odyssey celebrates the class of 2024. Brought to you by T Mobile. You can count on T Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. 